guys, ladies, gentlemen, hopefully not children, uh, your host, the very last one here for you guys. Oh, thank you guys too. We just got our good old comedians out there and jokers, right? Guys, let me start off with my unpaid promotions. I'm hoping that someday I'll uh, I'll start receiving money from you people. Cause guess what, guys? I am officially I've been approved everything through my platforms and my podcast and all this good stuff. Where you guys can actually send me money now. You guys can actually send me money. So I can continue doing this. So I can continue with the word, with the good old gospel. So guys, I'm, I'm excited because that happened today. I finally, I, you know, I, I started the process. Which I believe it was right when I was creating my podcast station. Uh, so sometime in July. And, um, and it, it it wasn't an easy process for me, even though it's pretty easy. But you know, there are certain things that I'm 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 pretty good at, and there are certain things that sometimes I just have to focus a little bit and and um, and just pay a little bit more attention. And that was one of the things. It was setting up the whole, uh, you know, uh, just going through the setup of making sure that I was able to. Uh, receive uh, some sort of income uh, some sort of cash flow uh, from doing this in order so I can continue growing uh, in what I'm doing here uh, for our for our gender and society and our world and and I believe that I need to be heard in every corner of the world and, and I'm blessed I'm very very blessed to be able to have the opportunity to be able to go anywhere. So anywhere that you guys want to pay me now to go, you guys want me to fly out to the Middle East. I don't know if I want to go there right now with everything going on in Afghanistan and stuff like that. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if that's uh, a place that I want to go there, but in whatever corner of the world you guys want me, I can actually go there and and do a live audience, uh, you know, live radio show wherever you guys might be at so you know we're, we're moving forward with this podcast and and uh what i'm able to do here hey what's up my 100 what's up brother uh, glad to see you happy to see you here uh like always um you know uh if you just missed the first few minutes it's basically i'm excited because now we're able to accept the uh, you know some sort of cash flow coming in and so um you guys know I'll usually post my 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 live recording immediately after and it'll talk just about those few minutes, which was just it was just that just that now I can actually have some sort of cash flow because I want to grow this. I really do. I believe that, you know, uh, we need this support group, this men support group um, and, and the support group that just doesn't support men that that supports women, but that supports good women. Good non-toxic women, 
Now, you know, sometimes you say, you know, because you can read it on my on my profile and on my information. Oh, if you have children, you're you're a bad woman. You know, there's a little bit more in the fine lines than that. It, it not just because you're it's a bad choice to get involved with a woman that has children. It does not mean it's not going to work out. Um, you know, why do I say it's a bad choice? Why? Because it it's it's complicated. It's a lot more complicated. Life already is complicated, but then it's complicated when you have to uh, basically have third or fourth or fifth parties getting involved that have nothing to do with you. But yet, you know, you we chose to put ourselves in that situation. But it does not mean that you won't get a good woman that has a child or has multiple children. Now, I will tell you this much. If she's got multiple children from multiple dads, uh, three, four, five, then I'm just going to safely say she's a bad fucking choice straight across. <laughs> but there's exceptions to every rule and everything out there. Guys, my unpaid uh, advertising that I normally do here, because it's still unpaid, I just got approved today in order to receive, uh, like I said, cash flow. Sunny Delight, the unhealthiest drink you can give your children and drink for yourself. I don't like to drink it often. I drink it like once in a blue moon, once a year, but I'm drinking it now because sometimes it reminds me of the good little moments, the few good moments that I had as a child, you know, and so this drink brings me back to my childhood, my messed up, completely just toxic, fucked up childhood that I had because of the toxic mother that I had, you know, um, these are one of the few, few good memories. And, and, and it's something simple because remember, guys, when we're children, life is simple. The simplest things makes make us happy. And uh, I see it all the time with my son. I see it all the time with my son. Uh, you know, sometimes the smallest thing, he's, he's five, he turns six in December. And the slightest, funniest, just weirdest little things trigger the little guy. And, and, and if you guys have heard my previous podcast, his name's Joshua. He's the love of my life. He's what I live for. He's why I started this podcast because I'm terrified that he'll run into some toxic ass woman when he's old enough to start dating. And hopefully he'll be better prepared than I was or a lot of us men out there right now currently in a lot of situations. You know, and, and obviously we can't ever prevent anything bad from happening in your kids' life. But the better prepared you send him out to be out in this messed up world, the better the chances he will have or she to be a better individual and not a toxic man or not a toxic woman, but a, a good, righteous man in his case, because he's a boy, um, you know, uh, will be uh, when they will be prepared when they get thrown out there with the wolves. So. Guys, um, you know, Sunny Delight does that for me, guys. Um, so let me get into my notes here, and I'm going to basically send out real quick. 
shout outs to a couple of DJ radio hosts that are out here in the LA area out here in California. They're, they're, they're huge in the U S but they're huger in the, in the Hispanic Latin communities. And, and, and uh, they're actually really good men. They're real good, real good, positive men that contribute a lot more to society than what I'm doing right now. Because some of them started way before their professional radio hosts. They got contracts with big, big, big uh, TV stations and radio stations. But um, if you guys don't know uh, this guy by the name of Violin, uh, Violin uh, Eddie Sotelo, I believe. I always forget his first name, but Violin uh, is a gentleman that's all over TV, all over the radio, all over just a, a, a complete, just in every corner you can hear advertising, networks, anything. He's literally in all of them. And the guy is very likable. I just he's got a lot of charisma. The very few people that actually hate this guy hate him because he's so damn likable because he's he's a good guy. He promotes uh he promotes uh you know mental health, he promotes uh you know better families. Uh, immigrants going through the, the 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 right process. He understands both sides of the law, and he's and he's considerate, and he's and he's and he's caring. And he's not like me. He's not blunt. He's not gonna. He's not just. He doesn't shoot from the hip. He's a little bit more politically correct, but the guy brings in really good qualities, you know, in other ways that help people. Men, women, children, everything. I mean, because his his segment is for every age, pretty much. Now, there's the other guy that I've 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 been mentioning a little bit more um, in my previous podcast by the name of El Doggy. Doggy, look him up. He's in L.A. and he's he's base. I'm basically him, but I'm the English version, and I believe I'm a little bit more ruthless and I shoot more from the hip. And I just can care less because my podcast is focused 100% on this. He's more, he's a radio host. Believe me, he's, he's just as good and he throws everything out there just the way I do. But he still has to be a little bit conservative because of the radio and the, and the, and the co-host that he has and stuff like that. But guys, he's also a good guy to look at. So these are some good radio uh, DJs that you can look up. If you understand Spanish and if you don't, it's okay. They're part of the process and it doesn't matter what language we speak as men. It doesn't matter if we speak Farsi, English, you know, uh, Chinese, uh, Korean. It don't matter. Spanish, English, it doesn't matter. We're all hurting the same way worldwide. We're all running into the same issues worldwide, especially... I mean, a lot of people are going to call us cavemen. They're going to say, oh, you guys are cavemen. That's why you guys think that way. No, we're not cavemen. We just like rules and regulations and traditions and, and, and certain things. I'm all about progress. I'm all about moving forward. I'm, I, I Believe me, 
if uh, if I didn't like progress, I wouldn't have some of the little gadgets I have and I wouldn't support some of the things. But there's a, a, a good old saying that I've heard before, you know, good manners. Sorry. Oops, that was that was my Siri on my watch. I don't know what activated her. Sorry, guys. Uh, the saying is, you know, good manners never go out of style. And, and and we should never allow them to go out of style. Just like there's certain things that we haven't allowed to go out of style because they're good things. Educational system, our government, we haven't let those things go out of style. Imagine if we let those things go out of style and, and we let them just be there for a while. I mean, we'd be back to square one. And there's certain things that I don't agree. Uh, a lot of things I don't agree. But the good old values, family values, traditional values that don't impose, um, you know, any type of threat or hurt or motivation to stir up problems within religions or your neighbor, more your neighbor. I can care less about fucking religion. A lot of you guys know I'm a, I'm a spiritual man. I believe any religion out there that you follow if you follow the fundamentals, which I believe are just love and not hurting people, then I support your, your religion. I, you can welcome me to, you know, uh, whatever religion it, worship is going on. And if it's all about love and, and it's not some sort of, you know, you're not a Fidel Castro trying to, or, or, a Saddam Hussein trying to tell people and brainwash people and tell them what to do. And if not, you're going to get rid of them like the good old Roman Catholic Church used to do in the beginning of times. If you're not one of those religions or a pastor or a priest that's operating your church because you're ultimately in control of the congregation that you're running, then please invite me. And I'm going to respect your God. I'm going to respect your belief. And I'm going to respect what you stand for and your family and everything. Because I believe they all have a common ground. And that's love. So if your religion supports that, doesn't criticize, doesn't try to tell you that, hey, like like Mormons, oh, there's only 144,000 people are going to get saved. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> I mean, if there's a crock of bullshit that I've ever heard is the Mormon fucking or like the brothers that fucking say – uh, the, you know, the Christians that believe that only 144,000 people are going to get saved. God, you're fucking full of shit because you're, and you're stupid because just in your own religion, there's more than that. So if you're part of that religion, aren't you saying that you're all going to get saved? But the number exceeds over 144,000. So is it only your pastors that are really going to get saved? Is it only your children? I don't know. I can care fucking two cents who's going to get saved. I just want love involved in your religion. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. Because if not, fuck, I can care less. I'm going to fucking bash your fucking fake religion with your fake pastors that are driving the fucking Ferraris with the million dollar houses. Fuck those toxic men. See, I'm not, a, I'm not all about backing up all men. No, I'm all about backing up men that want to change, that want to be good, that don't want to be fucking two faces, 
that want to face your realities, but at the same time, do something about it. Man up to shit. That's the man I want next to me. That's the friend I want next to me. That's the friend that I'm going to support. That's the friend. That's the man that I want to fucking go to bat for. That's the man that I want to lay my life out for. That brother right there. I'm not Jesus, but I promise you that if this shit gets continues getting out of control in our world and we get to the end of times where where our world is facing disaster the way it is right now in Afghanistan, what the fuck are these Taliban's? What the fuck is going on over there? But if if that shit is brought up, believe me, I'm going to fight the holy fucking war too. For the right reasons, though, if I have no choice at the end of times. But right now, we still have a choice, guys. Right now, men and women, we still have the opportunity to do things right. Women, toxic women, you have the opportunity to be submissive and be fucking everything that the Bible says. In order for you to turn around and expect all of that from the man you're with and more. Because I believe that if you have a good woman, don't matter if she has children, by the way, guys. And not yours. If you have a good woman like that, then you need in every sense of the word. And hear my voice on how serious I am about this shit. You need to support that woman in what's important. Because women probably heard money right now. I'm not talking about supporting women with money. You support that woman with all the emotional support that she needs. And if you guys can communicate and she gives you what's expected and you give her what's expected and you guys are meeting each other 50 50 see that's what i'm talking about guys i'm talking about the 50 50 i'm not talking about men because you're the man we run the ship women you have to be submissive and you have to listen to what i'm no 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 guys ladies if ladies, this is the first time you're hearing this show, you better, I hope you go to the first one, my first podcast, and start from there because believe me, it's good. It's going to get real good because I learned all this because I had the biggest toxic woman in my house, which was my mother. She fought my father, made him up, made my dad a douchebag, and made him go to jail on several occasions because he was provoked and he was illiterate uneducated and that right there I can't blame I can't throw all the blame on him for that even though all my brothers and sisters were trained because that's what it was we were trained that every woman's good guys if you guys don't remember hearing about the woman in LA that killed her three children less than 90 days ago because she was a little bit financially strapped that goes to show you that not every woman is good, guys. Not every woman that raises you is good. Not just because she's got the title of mother, does that make her as holy? Fuck no. 
you drop that woman like a bad habit, you move on with your life, and you basically start your own family. You get away from anything that's toxic. There's nothing wrong with starting on your own. There's nothing wrong with starting your family on your own because that's why it's your family. So your wife and yourselves can both come together in agreements to be on the same team, not to argue, not to not to turn, not to question each other in front of your children, to start teaching your children at an early age that there's favoritism and that you lean on the side that favorites you when it's beneficial to you because you know mom and dad are in that fucking category. No, you're both supposed to be on the same team. We're both supposed to be on the same. And if you have an issue, you don't tell your husband or your wife in front of your children. You don't, you don't fucking just do that. You don't take, you don't take the crown off their head just like that. No, that's your wife, your queen. That's the mother of, of your children or the stepchildren that are being raised. It don't matter. But with that being said, you better give your king that same respect. That same acknowledgement. And that right there, my friends, is going to take us into our actual topic here. Because you guys know I have a jawbone. I completely go off into left field. And I don't think I don't. I just sometimes jot a few things down what I'm going to talk about. And then I just go with it. Uh, and that's it. My shows, guys, if it's the first time you guys are listening or previous followers or, you know, whatever, are live, unedited. They're, the way that I, I base, the way that you're hearing the show, the way that you're hearing, I'm going to take off series of my watch right here. The way that you guys hear the show is the way that I upload it immediately within minutes after I finish doing the live show. Why? Because this is all about, this is keeping it real. This is being transparent. Uh, this is basically, you know, making sure that the point gets across to normal, average families, fucked up families, fucked up men that were raised wrong. That, and, and then on top of that, not only were we raised wrong, but then we're punished for doing everything that we were taught to do in our lives as men. And, and, and we crucify men. And this is what, this is why I don't edit. And it's a live show. And I just want you guys to feel a brother's pain. What I've gone through. What I've, everything. And guys, believe me, my previous podcast talk about how my fucked up family basically kind of almost ruined my whole life. I should have been institutionalized by now. I should have been in prison. I should have been... I should have been everything that everybody wanted me to be. And guess what, guys? I decided one day to just do what's right. And regardless of what the punches come at me, I did a lot of bad things in life before. That's why I'm more qualified than any of your therapists, any of your psychologists, or any of the people that you might have around you, I'm more qualified to talk to you about life issues, uh, uh, first generation issues, 
educational issues, finance issues because of my background in, 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 in the auto industry, in upper management, in, in finance. Um, even some of the stuff that you guys might think I did in the past, probably did. You're just not going to get a confirmation from me. But everything you can imagine, I've been blessed to do. And I've been blessed to learn from those mistakes. And that's why I'm doing this show, because I want you guys to learn from my mistakes. And we need to change. We need to come together as men. So basically, what am I going to talk about you guys here? Why is it okay for women to nag and not us? Look, I, I, I face it all the time at home. I'm sure a lot of men out there face it on a daily basis as well at home. And, and, and the reality is, is because now we've been trained that it's okay for women to nag. It, it's okay, honestly. You can tell anybody, men, women, your neighbor, your mom, your dog, anybody, anybody, anybody. And if there's a female gender attached to that somebody, oh, it's okay. Um, women do it all the time. Uh, you, you just got to let them be. And then us men, we fucking convince each other that we have to let it be like that. Because we will literally sit there and tell each other, dude, you know how they are. You just got to fucking let them be and ignore them and fucking deal with it. No, that's tolerating. That's fucking dealing with the shit. And that's not how it's supposed to be. It's You're not supposed to tolerate that shit. Because when you we do it, it's not okay. When we, nah, you know what, you know what we hear? Yak worse than a fucking girl. You're worse than a woman. God, grow a pair of balls. Every bad thing in the book, you hear at that moment. Why? Because they are making sure that they don't give you the power to do that. And it doesn't become a normal thing. They have to immediately take it back. They got to take that little ball back. They got to take the baton back. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. You guys can't be the naggers also. We have that title. We have that right. We have the children. And we... We, 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 all there really is behind that is an I, 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 I'm okay, I'm allowed to do this, I can do this, because of all these fucking reasons. But guys, I used to be the guy, the man, that went to work, even though a lot of people, are, they, they know that I kind of have like a little bit of a, of a Johnny Depp look type to, to myself, people that know me and that's what they kind of say I kind of look like. You know, I, like, sorry about that, I tap my desk, guys. You know, I'm, I got the Latin lover look. You know, but I'm very patriotic. I love my country, I love the US. I love Mexico because that's my origin, that's where I come from. I love being from Jalisco, my family. I, I, I love being from Santana, California. I love my entire background. But guess what, guys, I also love Middle Eastern food, Italian food, British food. You know, I, I like every kinds of, 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 of food and everything that's out there. I, I'm not going to limit my brain 
in the slightest way, I'm not going to limit it to being, to liking other things and to having a small selection. No, I pass on that. But it's not okay. It's not okay for women, for you to understand your wife or your girl or the woman next to you or your mother or your aunt or your cousin. It's not okay for you to justify her bitching, her nagging. But the moment you do it, the moment men walk in the house and start nagging, you know, the moment we walk in and we start, oh, fuck, this is, this is wrong. The kids are fighting. And we start, oh, my God, immediately they shut you up. What? You don't deal with the kids? You don't have to fucking deal with this and this and that? And, God, let's just, most people have one or two. <laughs> I mean, that's not really a lot of kids you really have to deal with. My grandma had to deal with a lot of kids. She had 15 kids. My other grandma uh, had six. Those those are numbers you start being a little concerned about, you know, and saying, oh, I got fucking all this crap. But if you can't control your children, you should not have more children. Because men, when we say something, boom, our kids know they need to an answer and respond and react. And, and a lot of us, I don't hit my son in the slightest way. I, I I love my son too much to to ever be that upset at him. But I swear he's more scared of me because I won't I won't I don't play around. When I say listen to your mother, he better fucking listen to his mother. Cause if not, I'm taking his things away. I'm taking his tap everything that he loves, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel bad. I'm not gonna have a little heart. Oh, because he's a fuck no. I'm teaching him how to be a good human being. I'm not going to let my heart win me over. That's the problem with a lot of women. Their hearts win them over and it's okay. And you start educating the child wrongly from fucking day one. And then you get mad at your husband because he tries to fucking lay the law down the way it should be at home. So he doesn't have to end up being a fucking criminal or a douchebag to another woman. And you immediately take care, take his balls away from him. And you basically have the say on what happens now. And that's wrong. Remember, guys, we're on the same team. Parents are on the same team. And if there's a, a difference... And, and opinions on, on a specific subject, then you literally tell each other in a moment when the frustration has passed and you're calm. So no, it's not okay for, for, for women to nag. It's not okay for men to get used to and justify that. It's not okay for the men that do do it and act like women because I'll tell you that it's not okay. But because it's not okay that the woman does it either. And that's what a lot of women out there right now are probably hating my show. And the men 
that have no dignity, no self-respect, that go with everything that, oh, she's right, they're always right. No. You just had no respect and you settled for the fucking only woman that would fucking pay attention to your ass. That's what happened. And so you don't want to throw your wife up against you. You don't want to have problems and you don't want to have all her sisters and all the other women fucking are her friends. And you don't want, especially because normally once you're in a marriage, normally the group friends are normally more her friends. So the last thing you want to do is be the sore thumb that fucking raises your finger and goes against it because now not only are her girlfriends, but her girlfriend's husbands or boyfriends or partners are going to fucking look at you weird. Fuck no, you're not alone. You're not alone, my brother, if you're that man that has no respect for yourself. We are here to give you your respect back, your dignity back, your your word, your your voice back. That's what we're here for, my brother. We're here for that. Guys. I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna touch a, a, a topic here. That's gonna throw a spin to all of it. Now this now this particular topic might get me disliked even by men, but it's okay. Because if you see the topics in my on my website, on my podcast website, um, it clearly states that topics are more than just attacking toxic women, not all women, toxic women. And if you're a toxic woman with children, I'm going to fucking attack you even more. Yeah, because you're probably selling yourself on my OnlyFans page. You guys are probably worried right now about my OnlyFans page because I guess they're taking away a lot of the porn shit. And a lot of you women out there uh, with children that are toxic, you guys have my OnlyFans page and all these other – a lot of those things are going to fucking start being cracked down just because of certain legalities in the back end. But that's a different show for a different day. But my topics are on different subjects. Uh, two faces, politically correct people, whatever's. So here, this subject, what I'm going to end it. Oh, and by the way, uh, I love, I'm going to send a shout out to uh, uh, Non and Kebab. Non and kebab Persian restaurant in Tustin, California, Orange County, next to my hometown, Santana, California, in the county of Orange. Guys, I'm telling you, you need, if you're around there, if you're by here, if you come and visit Irvine, California, Disneyland, because it's only 15 minutes away from Disneyland. If you come out here, you need to have lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever's at Non and Kebab. And uh, you know, I'll try everything, but I usually try to stay with the safe side. So I normally I've had other dishes, but my favorite ones, the boneless chicken, the the, the chicken skews, uh, the chicken kebabs, whatever you call them, uh, and and white rice with the yellow rice on top. And and uh, and the the grilled tomato, and I'm telling you, it's a piece of heaven. They're the most authentic. There's Caspians in Irvine, California. 
There's a whole bunch of other ones. that Caspian's is the best in Orange County just because they have a belly dance show. So you'll enjoy dinner and a show. But the food is absolutely superb at Nan and Kebab, Persian Restaurant, Tustin, California, by Disneyland. Check them out. It's the absolute best. Take your girlfriend. Take your wife. If you have a wife and you're about to get divorced, take the next girlfriend there uh, or vice versa. If you're dating and you're trying to impress your girl, or if you're a high school teen and trying to impress your this is the place to do that. This is the place where you're going to look good all across the board, or you can have just a nice little powwow, a little meeting. It's a small place. You can't have a big group. Uh, the meeting has to probably consist of no more than six people uh, because the tables are a little bit limited. But guys, check out Nan and Kebab Persian food. It's the absolute bomb. So now, last topic, the, the sensitive topic all around the world, more sensitive, I think, right now than the whole toxic, me attacking toxic women. Guys, Sunny Delight reminds me of my childhood right now. Let me just rehydrate my throat here for a second. I'm going to touch the immigration topic. And I'm the perfect person to be able to discuss the immigration topic in, in California because I, I come, I have, I hold, let me rephrase, I hold both flags. I hold the American flag. And, and if I went to European countries, stuff like that, you see me, you would never know that I, that I, that I'm Mexican descent. You know, my parents are Mexican. I'm a very, I'm very proud of my culture, but I will also be the first one to attack it. I will be the first to attack every Hispanic and more so Mexicans because that's my parents are Mexican born and raised and everything in Mexico. And even though I'm going to, I'm going to let everybody know in a little secret, I'm not the only Mexican that does it in the United States. There's a lot of Mexicans that were born in the United States, but because of family traditions and beliefs, a lot of them will say, including myself, we will say we were born in Mexico because we need to fit in with our family, relatives, friends, and culture and so many things. But more than half of them were born here. But, but I feel you can truly represent that flag if you come from both parents being Mexican from the same state in Mexico, then you can rightfully say, hey, I belong to this crowd or this group, this state in Mexico, because both my parents are pure blood from this, from... And, and you guys got to understand in Mexico, they're, they're, we're very much like Italians, very much like Sicilians. We're very proud of where we come from, our groups, our last name, our, tradi our traditions, our, our food, our values, and even the bad ones, even the, the mafia cartel. Uh, unfortunately, it's something that just bring it, it, it comes with the territory. 
but I can speak for both flags because I was educated on both ends. As a child, I went to school in Mexico, being born in Orange, California, and that's why nobody knows in Orange, California that I'm from Orange, because I always did, I didn't want people to know really where I was from. So I just always made them believe because I didn't make them believe. My parents are from there, my whole family, everybody in Orange County knows who my family is. So it was not going to be unbelievable, especially because I'm one of the four oldest grandchildren from a previous, you know, I'm, I'm the first generation from my family and only the first four cousins above me or cause I'm the fifth, I'm sorry. The, the four above me, my cousins uh, that are above me, only they were born in Mexico. And I'm sorry, it was three, not four, three. I was actually the fourth one. I, I'm counting right now. And yes. And so I went to school out there because all my youth as a child, before I went to start a kindergarten here in, in, in California, I, you know, part of it, I did it out there because we would visit back and forth, you know, my grandparents and everything. And then I went to school out here. So my, my Spanish, I want to say is just as bad as my English. <laughs> so my Spanish is literally just as bad as my English <laughs> or vice versa. Horrible grammar, everything. But I speak it fluently with all the slang, with all everything, um, you know, the whole nine. So if there's anybody more qualified to be able to not only defend my culture, but to attack. See, I believe that when you're going to attack or educate a group or, 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 or put basically roast anybody or put a flashlight on somebody or call somebody out. You have to start within yourself first. You call yourself out. You put yourself on blast like I've done it in multiple occasions in my previous podcast. One, so like that, you guys have nothing to attack me on. Two, forget about the number one. The number two is more important to me. Self-healing and change. So I needed to acknowledge my downfalls and I need, I truly need it to just come out in the open the way I've been confessing everything in order to show the world that I truly changed as a man within the last 10 years. Because I've been consistent with this behavior for the last 10 years. I didn't choose to make this podcast before because I would have, I would have maybe just said, hey, you know what, showing the world, hey, you know what? He's doing it because he's trying to change, but consistency is going to teach us down the line if he did change. And guess what? That's what happened. Ten years later, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the same new man that converted into a good man, a righteous man, ten years ago plus. And it's actually been more. Just slightly more, but... That's why I had to expose myself. And that's how you, when you attack anybody, you start. You start within the exposure. Because if you want change, even in government, you start within. Anything, any change, major change, a complete transformation, it has to start all the way from within or all the way from the top in order to work yourself down to the bottom. 
that's why I'm qualified to talk to you guys about immigration. Guys, if it was up to me, I would love to have every one of my relatives. My mother and my sister pretty much got my father deported to his original country, Mexico. And it wasn't his fault. He was just taught like an old-fashioned man not to ever talk about your problems because that's not how men are. But it's okay for women to tell their own fake fucking story. And guess what? They made shit out of my father. They've, they've made shit of his name. They've made crap out of his who he is, his persona, everything. And it wasn't right. It wasn't true. It was a toxic woman that he had aside. And his ignorant persona with no education, not even, he never went to first grade. But he was a hard worker and he became a mason in this country, in the USA. And he retired from there. And that's why he's able to survive like a rich man because he worked hard. But the same country he worked and established his taxes and his life and everything fucked him over completely because of a bad, toxic woman. And so as much as I would want to bring my father here illegally and pay anywhere between eight to $12,000 to get him across the border. That's because I'm Mexican and I have Mexican connections. If you're coming from some other country, I've heard it's up to $25,000, $30,000 or some crazy crap like that. I don't know because that's not the business I'm in. But guys, as much as I would love to bring my father over, I'm prime example that I'm willing to obey my laws down to the T and to do things right through the legal system. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, of, of controlled news in the United States and in Mexico and in the world. But in terms of immigration, there's a it's a, it's a very specific topic in the U.S. and in California and in Texas, er, excuse me, guys, Arizona uh, borders, because, you know, uh, United States, people like Trump don't want Mexicans here, period. They don't they don't care. Really, they say they they want them here if you go through the legal system, but they really don't. That's just. That, that system was just put in place for you to follow and to make it difficult to go through. But, it, it, but they don't really want any Mexicans. They don't care about immigration. They don't care if it's a, uh, an immigrant from, from Europe. Because, see, the, you won't be judged accordingly across the board. If you don't want immigrants, I don't want any immigrant from Europe, from Asia, from the Middle East from South America, from Central America, 
from Northern America. If that's the case, and if we are going to be fair, I don't want fucking nobody across the board. And anybody that wants to come into my country, I can care less if you look blonde hair, blue eyes, like Trump wanted them to look, or like Hitler wanted them to look. I can give two fucking cents. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screen you, and I'm gonna put my rubber glove up my right hand, so far up your ass if you're coming into my country illegally, and I need to find something out about you. But see, that's the, that's the way that the United States should be. That's the way a European country should be, an Asian country, any country. Because I'm not here to say our country's better. I'm here to say that this is our country's rules and every country's rules should be respected exactly the same. And we shouldn't always put our noses in our in businesses that are not ours. Because we're notorious for doing that in the U.S. In the United States of America. We're notorious for fucking shoving our noses in shit that doesn't, it has nothing to do with us. And I'm a proud American and I'll be the first one to say that we're the fucking biggest fucking idiots because we shove our business into shit that should not matter to anybody. And should definitely not matter to us. Unless it's going to blow up the world. Uh, atom bombs, any type of bombs. Uh, you know, if 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 we need to neutralize you, then I think it's not just the U.S.'s job, everybody's job to do that. It's it's our world, it's our planet. We need to stick together as humans, not as a culture, not as a race, not as a region. But I'll tell you guys. One of the main reasons why a lot of people in the U.S. don't want people from Mexico to come here. And I've seen it in my family and my friends and everything. Why? Because we don't want to learn. We don't want to grow. We don't want to become educated. We want to bring our, our home values, our country's values, and implement them here. This country has no identity for many reasons. And then on top of that, you try to implement values that you are running away from in your own country. Doesn't make sense. So you're trying to leave a country and you're trying to bring in your own country into another country. That fucking makes no sense. It, it, you know, and, and if you're really not going to like somebody, a gender or somebody in, in, in the, the Hispanic Mexican culture, guys, you shouldn't hate the men. You should probably hate more women because the, there's more women that are conniving about marrying men for papers than there is men trying to marry women in here for papers. Mexican women... They don't want to, they, they, they want to work, but they don't want to go to school. They want to work hard, but they don't want to work smart. And they also, a lot of them, more than 40% of them have some sort of social media 
some sort of uh, my only fans page, some sort of sexual network, something where they're selling something of their body parts or sexually or they're toying themselves. And that's what a lot of Mexican women want to do. They want to come here. They don't want to go to school. And they just want to fucking live off their beautiful bodies. And then a lot of American men here complain. But yet they're the first idiots to want to impregnate one. And then you're complaining because she tried to get fucking papers from you. Or she called the cops on you because she... You know, in the United States, if a woman, if you marry, if you're a woman without citizenship and you are domestically abused by the man you're with and he has papers, she automatically gets citizenship papers automatically because she was a part of domestic violence. I mean... I know a woman here in Palm Springs that has a couple of mobile home trailers and has her papers because she took that home away from an ex-husband. And and an ex-husband that was Caucasian white that she basically put a domestic violence case on him. I mean, if you're going to hate it, Mexicans, you should probably like Mexican men a little bit more because a lot of them are coming here. They're doing the labor. They're doing the shit that us Americans here don't want to do, even though I'm Hispanic and I look Hispanic and y hablo el español perfecto, de arriba abajo, sin acento y te lo hablo de ranchero si quieres. I can speak to you however as you want, and I'm going to communicate to you. I can even speak to you in a little bit of Farsi. Yala Habibi. What's up? What do you want me to speak to you? Uh, I'll speak to you in the language you want me to come at you, or you want to come at me. And I'm not using a translator. That's me in my head. That's the Mexicans you shouldn't want to get rid of. The ones that are not producing children, are not taking uh, advantage of the system, are not fucking on welfare, are not on housing. Uh, because men, we don't go in, a, Mexican men, they don't go and apply for that shit. And that's who I'm defending at the end of the day, men. But Mexican men, they're, they're, they're a lot of them. Now, I'm excluding anybody that is a drug dealer, a cartel related, a bad Mexican man. I don't want your ass here either. Because you're, you're hurting our economy. You're hurting our country. It's not your fault that there's drug abuse. That's Uncle Sam. I'm not going to get into that political shit. We all know who controls the drugs coming into the border. And if we think it's Mexico and the cartels, we have our fucking chips backwards. It's normally government agencies at the very top that are normally in control of that. They are also the ones that determine who's going to be, you know, anyways, I'm not going to go into that. But if you're somebody that is just bad for our society, we don't want you here. If I was French and you were bad for my French society or your or England society and, you, and, and I was English 
and 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 in in England their etiquettes and all that are super high, extremely. Not all of them, because there's trashy English British people out there. I've seen, I, I've met a few, but you know a lot of etiquettes were where they come from out there. And 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 if I was a British man or an English man or a European man, where's the fuck uh, you know Italy or it doesn't matter what part. I wouldn't want like the trash from another country to come into my country. Guys, I've discussed it with my wife. I've discussed it with family members. I just, I support any country in the world. I really do, unless you're just being cancer to our world. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you go to Mexico as an American man and you put a United States of America flag in any of your doors out there, there's a good chance you're not going to find that flag the next day. And if you put it up again, there's a good chance you're going to get harassed and get it taken down again. And then a third time, if you put it up again a third time, there's a good chance you're going to run into actual physical problems. You're going to get jumped. You're going to get jumped by low lives because they're not going to allow you to go to Mexico. Because Mexicans, we are the biggest hard asses, I'm telling you. Mexicans, dude, you fucking think, no, no, no. Italians? Talibans and fucking Mexicans, to me, those three guys are on the same category. Because these three organizations, I know, I know Russians can be fucking, they're, they're badasses too in their way. Everything, but I'm more scared of the three ones that I just mentioned. And, 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 and because those are the real powerhouses worldwide. Hey, when you control religion, drugs, and government, those are the people you got to be scared of. And I'm telling you, you will not be in any fucking day allowed to ever, ever hold an American rally, protest with American flags that you're being discriminated in. They won't because you will get your ass kicked by everybody, including the cops, because the cops are like the worst thieves out there. The only people that are real honest out, somewhat honest, are the federales, the federal agents. Those are, those are you know, um, they're, they follow the book a little bit more. But I'm telling you, they wouldn't like it. And yet, my people get offended for, for being told things when they protest. I love this country. I love the fact that we can protest in freedom of speech. Hey, you have the freedom of speech to protest. They have the freedom of speech to basically respond back. And as long as they're not hurting you, in other words, you have more freedom in this country because if you were in Mexico, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't go like that. It, 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 you would not be attacked by Mexicans civilly. You would be attacked by Mexicans if you were American men differently. You would be attacked with rocks, guns, because believe me, there's, a lot of weapons, if anybody knows Mexico, there's too much money and too much weapons and drugs in Mexico, unfortunately. And that's because the biggest buyer is right next door, which is our home country. 
so guys, the immigration process, we have to respect. We have to understand both sides of the coin. We can't just be naive and only believe that our way is the only way. And it, and we're the only humans. You know how many people in South America and other parts of the world have starving children, starving just everything. They're hurting just as bad as, as, as Mexico. There's a lot of third world countries out there. And it breaks my heart that there's even immigration, that there's not open borders. But if there was open borders, unfortunately, us humans, we would run, there would be a stampede and there would be more violence. And, and you have to understand that, it, that it's for our own good, it's our own safety that these immigration laws are placed. You, we can't survive, your country can't survive, no country can survive if there's no immigration. Everybody would leave other parts of the world. Imagine how everybody would leave Africa and Mexico and South America and the Middle East, like in Afghanistan. I mean, just imagine how many people would, those countries would be deserted. There's so much more. Minerals, everything would be, everything would be gone in one area. We would literally, like, we would be like termites. We would literally eat one section of our world. And then when that section is done, we would have to move to another. And, and that wouldn't have a fine balance. Understand that it has nothing to do with racism. We have to have structure in our world in order to operate correctly. Guys, it's not easy to operate and run a world. Trust me. It's not. Fuck, a lot of us can't even operate and control our own household, let alone think about fucking running and operating a city, a county, or a state, or a country. Guys. I hope you understand that I'm all about justice. I'm, I'm not against women. I have, I'm surrounded by strong women, including daughters and every, I, I, I adore strong women, but a strong woman to me is an educated woman that knows how to self-respect herself, that her value goes more than having to log in into a social media app to sell her tits. That's what a strong woman to me is. So guys, if you have a good, strong woman, take care of that woman. But if you got a toxic woman that on top of that has children that are not even fucking yours, get the fuck out of there ASAP. Because I'm telling you, you don't, you're not alone and you don't have to please anybody but yourselves. Educate yourselves, educate your kids, educate your sons. So like that, they don't become douches. They don't take advantage of women, but then don't allow women to take advantage of them as well too. Guys, this podcast finally is going to come to an end. I really thank you guys for listening to me, uh, listening to my jibber jabber. I hope some of you guys have learned, you know, some things, uh, at least self-respect and more than anything, we need to stop this violence. We need to stop this hate. And we need to start being civil about how we communicate. Thank you so much, guys. You guys take care. 
It's your last, very last one, your host, 